You are listening to The Manning Show with Ewan Manning. Your number one sports podcast starts now. It is Friday. Friday, for people that know what that means. Friday. Everyone's excited. I get a late start to school this morning, so I was like, might as well wake up and get a pod recorded for today. Um, Super Bowl's coming up. Oilers playing tomorrow, I assume. Yes, tomorrow. So, just overall, it's uh, it's looking pretty good for sports. Actually, they played it today, so we can preview that. And tomorrow, we can do a little, a little uh, Super Bowl, a little Super Bowl stuff. Got to get Zach on and do our little Super Bowl preview before the games, probably tomorrow morning ish. So, thought we could come on today and kind of record one of these. And uh, yeah. There's a lot of stuff, obviously, there's the NBA trade deadline yesterday, so the Raptors made quite a few moves at the deadline. There was the NFL award show last night for the people who watched that. None of my Rams, unfortunately, went on an award, which is too bad, but I think they got rigged. I think I think they got scammed out of awards, but, you know, it's just the way the NFL award show goes. Just like TJ Watt got scammed out of his award, and D'Amico Ryans, and... We'll get into that in a second, though, but we'll kind of, so we can start with, because I'm going to leave the NBA trade down, deadlines to the news, so we can kind of get into the Edmonton Oilers game today. I'm not going to do a big preview, so 8 p.m. against the Ducks tonight, 8 p.m. Mountain Time against the Ducks, the Oilers are 29-16-1, the Ducks are 18-30-2, they're on a two-game win streak, so... I guess that's impressive. <laughs> I mean, they beat the the Wild and the Sharks, so not much of a win streak. But 8 p.m., Calvin Pickard is the confirmed goalie, which was a little interesting. I mean, I didn't expect him to come in that quickly, but I guess if they want to rest Skinner immediately off the hop, because they got a pretty big break there. That is what? What was the last game? Was it Monday? When was the last game they played? Monday. Tuesday. So they had a one, two, a two day break to get to Edmonton, right? Or to get to Anaheim. I mean, hey, that's kind of hype. Calvin Pickard getting another start. He's played very well. He's got a 915 save percentage this year. He's got one shutout. Obviously, his last game was a shutout against the Chicago Blackhawks, but he's just been—he's been pretty solid. Um, there's games where he's been a little on the eight, eight ninety side, and there's games where he's been on the nine thirty to a hundred side, right, for a save percentage. So he's looked pretty good. And then for Anaheim, John Gibson with a nine oh one save percentage, he is the expected goalie for the Anaheim Ducks. There was some other things that were pretty interesting because they were kind of shuffling around the lines at practice. And I screenshotted it. Screenshotted it. It was from Tony Brar. And it was pretty interesting. I found it really interesting why they were doing this. So for people who didn't know, Tony Brar is a reporter for the Oilers. 
He posted this on his story the other night. D parents seem to have changed at practice. Nurse DeHarnay, Ekhom Sisi, and Kulak Bouchard. And he said, saw multiple rotations early in the skate, but in a set battle drill, these are the parents being deployed. And then Tony Barr asked him about the new D parents in practice. Knobloch says, it's something we wanted to, to, to look at. Today was just a practice. It hasn't been decided if we're going to do that on Friday. So, we'll see if that ends up changing. But, they're mixing up the lines. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? I saw Tyler talking about this yesterday. What's the worst thing that could happen? I mean, these guys have played with each other all year this year and all year last year. It's not going to change. The, the chemistry. The chemistry is not going to get messed up between any of the, any of them. And I guess it's not an issue changing up the the D pairs, which he did. Um, they just came coming off a loss where they couldn't really generate any. Well, they could generate shots, but they could put the puck in the net, right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. I doubt that they're gonna keep it. I'm just trying to find Tony Barr right now. I doubt they're gonna keep those. Especially, and the weird part is putting. Um, the weird part is when they have Nurse and DeHarnay. Okay, that that's fine. But then why would you move Bouchard and Eck? I guess they're moving everyone around. Bouchard on the third pairing and CC on the second pairing. I would say CC go go down. And Bouchard go up and DeHarnay go to the second pairing with Ekholm. That's kind of how I would flip it around. DeHarnay with Ekholm. Bouchard with Nurse. And yeah, that's kind of how I would flip it around. But who knows, right? Maybe maybe they do it. Maybe they don't. And they kind of messed around with the lines as well. So obviously the first line is the same. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, Hyman, right? Kane, Drysaddle, and Perry. So they bump up Corey Perry to the second line and give him a look there. He looked pretty good last game, but I thought the Holloway-McLeod-Perry line looked pretty good. So they bring Fogle down to the third line, and then it's Yanmark, Ryan Brown, and then Gagne. I really dislike that Gagne's out of the lineup. Like, I know that... I know that he generates stuff. Like, he actually makes stuff happen. The fourth line doesn't do much. But it seems like when Gagne's out there, something's happening. And that may be a little biased, but I went to the game against Dallas, and he just makes things happen, man. He puts pucks to the net. And at least he's at least he's not on the condors, still in the locker room. But I'm really hoping that he can find another spot to bump up. Um, bump up in the lineup. But we'll end up seeing what happens with the others. Because the deadline is coming up. And this will kind of be more deadline talk. Trade deadline. It's in, it's in March, right? So we're approaching it, right? I'm going to be interested to see... If the Oilers, there's been rumors that they go after Chris Tanev, who's right-shot defenseman on the Flames. He's very good. 
and he's an upgrade on CC if he can play with Nurse 100%. There, there's rumors that they've been looking at him. Multiple teams have. They've been looking at Jake Gensel, who's a top right winger, top six player. There's been a bunch of different guys. Jordan Eberle's been linked to the Oilers. Bringing another Oiler back for a playoff run, that would be pretty funny in general. Jordan Eberle. So there's been some guys linked to the Oilers, and uh, we'll see what they end up pursuing because I don't know that they're going to go get both. I doubt they're going to replace CC and get that. There hasn't been anything on the goaltending, so I think they're just leaving the goaltending how it is. Worst case scenario, you call Jack Campbell back up, right? So I guess they're just going to leave it, which I don't agree with at all, but I'm not shocked, shocked that they... It will, right? So, so obviously, Oilers, 8 p.m. start tonight against the Anaheim Ducks. Exciting, excited for the Oilers. McDavid, hopefully he can net four points against them like he normally does. He normally dominates the Ducks, so we'll see what ends up happening. I didn't see anything else on the Edmonton Oilers recently. I'm just... Searching up stuff here. I haven't seen anything else. Ryan Whitney is supposed to come on Oilers Nation every day today. So I'm going to tune into that definitely at lunchtime. Pretty exciting stuff for uh, Oilers Nation. What they got going over there. So Ryan Whitney obviously on the Spit and Chicklets podcast. A lot of people listen to that. So pretty exciting for them. Definitely going to definitely gonna watch. But uh. It's going to be interesting to see. So, see how they mix up the lines today. <laughs> I'm just looking at the comments and this guy says, Connor Brown opening goal tonight. I can feel it. Maybe Connor Brown gets his first goal as an Edmonton Oiler, which is still hasn't happened yet, which is unbelievable. Maybe on the fourth line. Maybe CeCe scores his first one <laughs> in like 150 days. But yeah. I think we can do my Tim's picks right now. So, first one, I'm going to go with Leon Draisaitl. I expect him to score tonight. My second one is going to be Matt's Zuccarello. And my third one, if he's there, oh, I was hoping they'd have, uh, they'd have my boy Connor Brown, but they don't. My third one is going to be Lars Eller. Okay, so Leon Dratzettel, Matt Zuccarello, Lars Eller. Those are my picks for tonight in the NHL games for the Tim Hortons. Picks, not sponsored by the way, but maybe maybe if they were willing to. Right, free donuts. It's a win in my book. It's a win in my book. So I think we can take a break here. And actually, before we take a break, we can get into the NFL awards because there was a solid amount of awards given out. And then, yeah, yeah, we'll get into the awards. So, first award, Offensive Rookie of the Year, C.J. Stroud wins it. I mean, I knew he was going to win it. He, he he deserves it, okay? I'd say Puka deserves it more, but whatever. There's not much I can do about it anymore, right? Then, uh, Defensive Player of the Year, Miles Garrett wins it. 
and I saw TikTok this morning. TJ Watt's stats in every single category are higher or a lot higher. He's got five more sacks, three more, blah, 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 right? Somehow Miles Garrett won. I don't know who was voting for Miles Garrett. Somehow he got robbed. I don't know how it happened. And then Will Anderson Jr. wins offensive defensive rookie of the year. Fair enough. I think we all knew he was going to win it. Kobe Turner had better stats than him. Not by much, but he did. Will Anderson had three last games played. So, I guess he deserves it. Texans sweep the board like the Jets sweep the board last year. So, good for them. D'Amico Ryan lost coach of the year. Kevin Stefanski won it, which was actually a little shocking. Because I thought D'Amico Ryan's brought a team who was like, whatever, they were like 3-15. and 15. It's now being playoff bound and winning a playoff game pretty good and the Texans beat the Browns I know that doesn't matter but like I'm just saying and then it was posted that Kevin Stefanski won by one more first place place votes and one guy voted for Sean McVay as coach of the year which is actually pretty fair if he would have voted for D'Amico Rines, he would have won. That's pretty funny. So, Pretty funny overall. And then Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. Not even, not even a question. I would agree with that. Comeback Player of the Year, Joe Flacco. Baker, I'm a little shocked. I think Baker deserved it, but they gave it to Joe. I mean, Joe didn't really come back from anything. He came back from his couch at home, but I guess he deserves it. And then Lamar wins MVP, which was not a shocker. He didn't have much of a speech, to be honest. Right. So all the awards, there was a couple questionable ones, like there always is. But I thought it was pretty fair overall how they did it. Did it. So I think we can kind of take a break here. I kind of went through that. We'll do more Super Bowl stuff tomorrow. Like, we'll see. But I'm... Planning to hopefully get Zach on tomorrow or someone. Anyone who wants to talk NFL, please come on. Because that's what we're doing tomorrow. We're doing a preview. And then we can uh, do do the preview and stuff, right? And then, yeah. What am I saying? We'll do the preview tomorrow. Kind of get into some more. We'll do a longer episode, maybe like an hour, 50 minutes. And kind of review, review everything, right? So, I guess it is how it is, right? We will take a break, and we'll be right back with the news. So it was the NBA trade trade deadline yesterday, and uh, I don't I don't like. There's a ton of trades, a lot by the Raptors. I don't think you guys really care about the ones that weren't the ones that the only ones that weren't made by the Raptors. So I guess we'll just go through the Raptors one. We can go through some of the more important ones, but like PJ Walker to the Mavericks for Grant Williams. So they're adding guys. 
Um, the Jazz trade Oleniak and Ab- Agbaji to Raptors for first-round pick. So, <laughs> I don't know what Oleniak... Right? I, don't, I don't really know these guys, right? So, I guess the Raptors do that. And then uh, Dennis Sh- Schroeder to the Nets in exchange for Spencer Dwindle. And uh, so a pick. So, I I mean, they got rid of Dennis Schroeder. I guess he wasn't playing up to what he was like. I was kind of what the Raptors had. There wasn't a lot of big ones other than the P.J. Walker and then Patrick Beverly. <laughs> he, <laughs> he announced it on his podcast on Twitter that he got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks before anyone else. So, I guess he's on the Milwaukee Bucks. So, not a lot of, like, big deals when a lot of people were talking about LeBron maybe moving which was kind of unrealistic but I guess that happened this morning Corey Kluber retired the two-time AL Cy Young winner finishes with a 13-year career with 116 wins and three all-star game nods so good for Corey Kluber great pitcher hoping he does well in his retirement because he deserves it he had a very good career. Um, I'm just looking down if I missed anything else. I don't know that I missed anything else. Uh, OG Ananobi did. Um, I'm just looking at this right now. OG Ananobi is out for a minimum of three weeks with a loose bone fragment in his right elbow and to miss a minimum of three weeks. So that... Obviously, after the Raptors trade, traded him to the Knicks, there wasn't much news other than that. So, we can kind of get into our score update and wrap it up there. So, obviously, the NFL Super Bowl on Sunday. Everyone's getting excited. 4.30, the Niners and the Chiefs. Maybe we see a Taylor Swift halftime show. We'll see. We got Penguins in the Wild at 6 p.m., the Rangers and the Blackhawks at 6.30, and the Edmonton Oilers and the Anaheim Ducks at 8 p.m. tonight. That's the buck drop, which is realistically like 8.15 because they always start so late. The Hawks and the Sixers at 5 p.m. The Wizards and the Celtics at 5.30. Rockets and the Raptors at 5.30. Hornets and the Bucks at 6. Nuggets and the Kings at 8. And the Pelicans and the Lakers at prime time, 8.30. All that mountain time. The CBB today, there's really nothing going on. There's no big teams playing tomorrow. Kansas and Baylor are playing. Sorry about the camera. It just kind of messes around sometimes. That's the big game tomorrow. Not much else going on. Other than that, that's kind of our news for the day. We did our Tim Hortons picks, right? So, I think we can leave it there for today. Because tomorrow we're going to do a long episode on our preview, our preview of the Super Bowl. We can kind of leave it there. I hope you all have a good day. Um, Hopefully the Oilers get a dub tonight. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Manning Show. You can follow us on Twitter at the underscore Manning Show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at UNManning97. Thanks for listening. We will be back tomorrow. Have a good day.